0: Welcome to part
1: two of our Pixar edition. On this episode, I caught up with my niece, Monroe to get her opinion on Pixar, and Lewis, Luke, and I talked about some more of our Pixar favourites. So, Monroe, we've been talking about Pixar in our latest episode. Mm-hmm. So, I was probably about three or four when the first Toy Story came out.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: that's how that's how old I am. Obviously. a little bit younger than i am i think when you were born probably the latest pixar film was the monsters university the second one so yeah that's like 20 years later so don't take the mick out of my age or anything will you let's get on to the questions then shall we Mm -hmm. yeah right so i asked you what is your favorite pixar movie
2: my favourite Pixar movie is Toy Story One.
1: Is it? Do you know who else's favourite that is? Who? That's Grandma's favourite too. Cool. She really likes that one. Um, why is that?
2: Because it has toys in it.
1: Well, wow, That's a good answer, isn't it? i um, mm. Yeah, it's it's a good fun. Uh, it's good fun that one. Do you like all of the other ones as well? Yes. Yeah. What would you say is your least favourite?
2: Well, my least favourite um Pixar character is Arlo and also my least favourite um movie in Pixar is The Good Dinosaur.
1: Is it? Okay, yeah. I do you know I think quite a lot of people think that. Don't because
2: Indy watches it all the time and also it doesn't really make such sense to me.
1: Okay. I bet if Indy watches it all the time, I can um, I can understand that then. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what do you, who do you think your favourite Pixar character is then? Is it someone in Toy Story?
2: Yes, <laughs> it's Who's that, Jessie then? from Toy Story. Oh right. Um, because she's tough.
1: Cool. I think that's a good answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to ask you which Pixar character are you most like hmm who would that be then
2: i would be like violet from incredibles because she is strong and she supports her family
1: oh that's a good answer that's very nice so that's what character you're like then should mm-hmm. we get on to some other people in the family yes so which character is mummy like
2: Mummies like joy from inside out.
1: Okay, why is that?
2: Because she's always happy and nice.
1: Ah, oh, that's a lovely answer. What about Daddy?
2: Mike Mazowski. <laughs> I
1: like that. Why is that?
2: Because... I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think you'll like that. Have you told him yet?
2: <laughs> well, he... He knows about my question, so I think he (laughs) he does know.
1: Uh, Right, I know who I think Indy is probably like, but who do you think he's like?
2: Jack, Jack.
1: Yeah, that's (laughs) what I was going to say. (laughs) Definitely. He's
2: always like crazy, (laughs) weird.
1: Yeah, I, I um, we'll have to tell him that when he's a little bit older, won't we? (laughs) um that's your household then um Mm -hmm. what about grandma and granddad who do you think they're like
2: um grandma is kind of like the mum from um monsters inc because um she's nice
1: oh i'm sure she'll like that um what about uh granddad then
2: Grandad's like Daddy told me to say this um <laughs> Mr Fred Jackson from Up <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah that's funny. Granddad will like that if he listens to this. I'm <laughs> sure he'll have I'm sure he'll have a lot to say about that one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but Dad how we to say
1: it. <laughs> yeah, I, that sounds like something he'd say.
2: Um
1: <laughs> who would you say that I am like then?
2: Sully.
1: I'm like Sully?
2: Uh-huh.
1: Why is that then?
2: Because Daddy told me to say, because you're huggy.
1: I'm huggy? <laughs> okay, I'll take that. That's a nice thing, not a bad thing, isn't it? So Yeah, yeah that's fine. Uh, what about Chelsea?
2: Um, Bonnie's ragdoll, because she's nice.
1: Thanks for answering those questions on Pixar, Monroe. Um... I know it was only a short one, but I hope you enjoyed having a little chat with your Uncle Richie. My fun fact is going to move us into our our next one, if that's all right with you, Luke. Obviously, yeah. Um, and the fun fact is that when Carl and Ellie go picnicking, the, the actual tree that they're sat under is the
0: tree from your pick. A bug's life. Yes. That is a good fact. I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah. oh,
2: oh, 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 no, oh, no. I'm lost. Where's the
0: life? It's just what do I what do? I do? Be stuck here forever. Do not panic! Do not panic! We are trained professionals! Now stay calm! We are going around the leaf.
2: A- around the leaf? I I
0: don't think we can do that. Oh nonsense. This is nothing compared to the Twig of 93. Yeah. My second pick is a bug's life because not necessarily because it's you know the one of the best Pixar films, because objectively it probably isn't. But because it's other than The first and second Toy Stories, it's probably the one I've seen the most. Um, And I loved it when I was a kid. And I watched it vaguely recently as well. And it's still, it's still really good. Like, everyone's seen A Bug's Life, probably. Or they've seen ants instead, which was a bad decision. (laughs) Um, Wait, pause. I love, I like ants as well. I mean, I, I,
3: I like both of them.
0: I loved it when it came out. I haven't watched it and I don't think I've seen it. It's pretty messed up for like, like 20 the years.
3: But... Watch it now that you're an adult.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. And then fuck
3: it. Watch Bugs Life afterwards.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I watched it probably last summer while I was on furlough. Mm. And um, it's great. It's a really good film to watch on a summer's day because, you know, it's always. The, the opening scenes—they're bright and sunny, and you know, watching watching it in the same weather conditions when you're not allowed to go outside is very, very pleasant. I really enjoyed it. Um, Flick the kind of crazy inventor ant is a really unique take on that type of character, and the whole setup with kind of the colony needing to try to please their grasshopper overlords while at the same time providing for themselves. You know, it's a big look at some of the uh, less successful societies in human history. Um, Yeah. The whole troop of characters, I think, is really, really good. I don't think there are many Pixar films that have... I think probably outside of Toy Story there aren't a load of Pixar films that have such a wide ranging um variety of characters on the on display but if you, uh, if, you if you if you try to work out the main characters in that film there are a bunch because obviously you've got flick as the main character but then you've got the royal family as an offshoot of that you've got the grasshoppers as an offshoot of that and then you've got the, uh, the circus gang that Flick goes to find uh, or, you know, Warrior Bugs as he initially <laughs> sets out to look for, but it's a very, very wide-ranging cast, and I think in there, there's someone that everyone can relate to um, which is something Pixar always does really well, so yeah, I I love A Bug's Life I think it's a really great really fun film you know, and Despite more recent events, Kevin Spacey as uh, Big Bad Dude Grasshopper Hopper. 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 There he <laughs> is. Um, yeah, it works. It works extremely well because Hopper's a great bad guy. He's a really good villain, and, and I think he's kind. He's a villain more in the traditional sense than a lot of Pixar films, where you know they look to. Pull the wool over your eyes, as you know you've touched on with with Up and Coco. He's just straight up bad, isn't he? Yeah. And you know, there's always there's always a place for that. There's no um, there's not a lot of nuance to him, but it's called for in this film. I think it's very much a good versus evil kind of setup.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: But I yeah, I really enjoy it. You know, I watched it a lot as a kid, and I've, I've always enjoyed it i think you know it's one of those films where because i watched it so much when i was young it's in you know it's probably created quite a lot of bias in how i view it all these years later <laughs> but you know we all have those films and oh, yeah. i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna shy away from it i'll just fucking own it instead <laughs> <laughs> but when i was looking at um the ratings and stuff i was really surprised to see it. i the rating it does on IMDb. I know, right? I was just gonna that I was gonna go on to that. I can't yeah. believe
1: that it's that. It, is,
0: it is. not particularly generous, um, and I don't really understand it to be honest. It's a my, really really fun flick. My not, only, no pun intended. <laughs> uh, the only thing I can guess at it having a lower
1: rating than some of the others is the fact it came just after Toy Story, and obviously Toy Story was massive, and I think people are just comparing it to that but yeah. even though obviously it's a completely different movie yeah uh, um if I can buy in um yeah go cuz I already have anyway um yeah I really like bugs life it's not one of my favorites but it's still a classic in my eyes um I watched it a lot when I was a kid and I think when you, I bought the video you could get like exclusive versions with each like different character on the front yeah yeah don't know why but I got helmet the caterpillar on mine. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, they're all like, like you said, in their own right, they're all quite good characters, to be honest. And I think everyone can relate to him. And I think, because he's like, he was quite a goofy character in it, wasn't he? He, uh, yeah, I just, <laughs> I just went for that one. I mean, I was what, six or seven. Um, It's good fun. I mean, you covered a lot of it there, Leek. I think a thing that sticks out for me definitely is the, on the villain side of it, I remember being quite scared as a kid of this. Um, mm. When like the grasshoppers turn up at the start and you haven't seen them yet, but you can hear them coming. That's quite creepy, Yeah, um, I think, for I a agree. little kid. Um, I think sometimes even now when you watch films you watched as a kid, you almost become that kid for a split second again and you're kind of still scared. But then you realise, actually, I'm not six years old anymore
0: yeah well, um, that's the other thing isn't it like a lot of a lot of kids are scared of bugs yeah like, i mean you know and you take that yeah you take that sound from real life like and if you were if you were to hear that you run a mile with a kid like yeah. after seeing it in the film so it is you know there, there is that sense in it of being quite quite menacing for a, for a young audience
1: yeah it's not a pleasant um experience really um but yeah it worked like it, you know it it has the effect that it should really because they are the villains you're not supposed to kind of like being around them so when they turn up it's um and there's there's a few there's a couple of deaths in this one as well isn't there like with certain characters i'm sure there is like maybe implied is there that- I'm sure, like they do, they do, they get rid of one of the grasshoppers in it. Like that is one of his like right hand men, or am I getting mixed up with no, something else?
3: Yeah, you just reminded me actually about the, I don't know what his name is, but the chaotic grasshopper. Mm. Yeah, I'm How sure there's uh,
1: there's something like I mean, they're bugs at the end of the day. They they're going to get squished, don't they? So mm-hmm. no, I think yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's um, so it does. It's not as dark as ants by any stretch. Oh, but yeah. there's still little moments in it. Um, yeah, I'm, I've not seen it in a few years, to be fair, but it's one I'll always uh, happily go back to. I had a game of it as well, I think, at the time. I had a T-shirt, so I had all the merch alongside it. Um, yeah, I definitely, it's, a, it's another one that's, you know, I've got a real soft, not even, I won't even say a soft spot for, because I think it is a good film. Like, it's not really, it deserves a bit more credit than that. But then saying that, it has got seventy-seven on Metacritic, which is pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think you're right. I it had it was going to always going to be quite a difficult act to follow Toy Story. Yeah. But I I think you know as a as someone who was in the right age bracket for both of those films at the time, I think it does a pretty good job.
1: Yeah. Um, Lewis, what what do you think of Bug's Life?
0: Yeah, I think this
3: deserves more. You know, Whee! I think <laughs> I think this film's great. It's probably this is probably the film that I'm probably going to watch after this recording. Do you know what I mean? Because I've not seen it for a long time. Yeah, fair. And then just listening, I was like, oh yeah, I'm getting nostalgic. And You mentioned in the videotapes with the individual characters. I was like, yeah, yeah, this is. I like, think this is going to be either my today's viewing or tomorrow's viewing I just, but the problem is I can't remember much of it because it's been a long time since I've seen it I remember loving it I remember playing the P, uh, the video game the Playstation game of it loving that um, but yeah like just listening to you two speak sorry I was just there going oh yeah oh yeah that happened yeah, yeah. and you know um, Luke mentioning about like the release really Sunny aspect, kind of perfect summer view, and I was like, "Yeah, you know what? I think it would be." Um, and I just remembered, like the um the bird being quite daunting. Hmm. Yeah, I love that. Oh bit. yeah, forgot yeah. about the
1: bird. Yeah, that yeah. is. Um...
3: See, I only remember the bird bit because of the video game. Because it took me fucking ages to pass the
1: level. It really gets that perspective thing down again. Though, like with the toys and stuff, it switches it to the insects and you that bird to a human would be nothing but to an yeah. insect it's like this big monster yes yeah, so it really um that that works really well yeah good point
3: point. and then you've yeah. also got the circus band as well and i just remember thinking oh they were really funny uh mm. i can't remember his name is it frank the ladybird is it Fra- frank
1: yeah is it frank And they
3: call him Francis, and he's like, doesn't like it, something like that. I'm sure it is. No, it might be Francis, actually. Yeah, I just remember that scene of like, oh, hey there, (laughs) Ladybird,
1: what's the (laughs) cooking?
3: And he's just like, oh, deepest voice ever, Ladybird, am I? (laughs) And I just, oh, I just kind of want to go back and like enjoy it. So, yeah, but I did like, I remember enjoying it, I just can't remember the film.
1: I was reading. Apparently, this is the first Pixar film where they started putting like outtakes in and that. With uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, so nice. that was, but again, um,
3: that's all nostalgia. I just want to yeah. watch it. I just remember. Is it who's his name? Hem. Hem. Who did you say the caterpillar's name was? Helmet. Uh, ha- yeah,
1: it's high little helmet or something like that. It's one of those, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. I'm
3: sure there's a bit in the film where he's like, "I'm a beautiful butterfly. he yeah.
1: Seeds or something. <laughs> Um There's the bit as well, like it's a, apparently it's the director cameo from uh John yeah. Lasseter and Andrew Stanton, where there's the mosquitoes going towards the bug zapper. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. And they're like, don't go towards the light. I can't <laughs> help it. It's so beautiful. <laughs> like, Wasn't that like? That's literally they, what they probably are thinking though, when well, I'm they sure do that.
3: The trailer that used to come up to say like for the guys of Toy Story, like. And that was it. There was no footage of a bug's life. It was just literally those two,
1: that like, gag of him getting zapped. Yeah. sure it was. But yeah, these like little like, touches like that. Uh, I mean, it's kind of not funny because like, the flies are dying, but at the same time, you know. Um, right. Should we move on to Lewis? Do you want to give us your second pick? Yeah. So
3: something that obviously we've not really touched on well we've touched on a little bit but the sequels to these Pixar films you know they started it yeah do you really do you see Toy Story 2 as a sequel
1: I know it is have you just taken drugs
3: No, yeah I I, I don't
0: know if I understand the question
3: (laughs) I'm trying to to think about the word uh, uh, does Toy Story 2 feel like a sequel that had to exist uh no as in, there's enough in there. Oh no,
1: I'm, I, I'm... I I kind of get what you're saying. Like it's like Toy Story, nothing else.
3: They kind of started. You got Toy Story two, and then I think it was near Toy Story three time, where it kind of felt like Pixar stopped thinking about making new films for a while.
2: <laughs> right, and
3: this is when they released Monsters University. Finding Dory. And then yeah. my second choice, The Incredibles 2. Do you see where I'm coming from? <laughs> More so. Where it's just like, these fil- these sequels kind of don't really need to exist, but they do. But I'm very glad that The Incredibles 2 exists, because I personally find it better than the first one. You got everything under control, right? Yes.
2: Cookie, cha cha, want to cookie? Num num, cookie, cha cha, want num num, num num, cookie, cookie, not... cookie, oh my god, cookie, oh. wow, okay, okay. So he can still hear you from, from the
3: other
0: dimension. Yeah,
3: that is freaky. Have we both seen Incredibles too?
0: I have. Yeah. yeah, I've only seen yeah. it the once.
3: But... Okay. Well, I, I saw it four times at the cinema. I don't know why. I just enjoyed it that much. <laughs>
0: Feels excessive,
3: but fair play. It's, but... But... it's because you're on drugs. All that. <laughs> um... <laughs> no, it's, um, I watched it uh on my own in Bracknell when I was living there. And I, I loved know. it. And then when I came back to Swindon, um, my mates wanted to watch it. So I watched it with them. My family wanted to watch it. So I watched it with them. And then when I went back to Bracknell, um, I was like, oh, I'll go watch it in 4DX this time just to see why not. And it, all four times, I really enjoyed it. And the film's not short. <laughs> mm. the film The film is almost two hours long, if I remember right. Yeah, it's an hour and fifty eight minutes, so pretty much two hours long. All right. But I just love that the Incredibles came out of nowhere. The first one, and was brilliant on its own. It's just about you know a family of four, family of five, sorry, who are superheroes, and they're trying to get. You know, they're trying to live through just a normal world without their kind of superpowers, trying to, you know, hide hide it. And that the first one's all about, you know, them kind of trying to keep it hidden, but, you know, you've got the main villain who wants to become a superhero, so it's kind of that aspect of, like, we've got no option, but we've got to save the world. It's The first one's all about kind of developing the characters and more story-driven. I found The Incredibles 2 just to be more fun. Because you've already had the characters, you already know who the characters are, and it kind of felt like the creators were just kind of just you know, just having fun with these characters and engaging. You know, the scene with Jack-Jack versus the raccoon is fucking brilliant. <laughs> it's like Pixar's version of Looney Tunes, and I love it. And you've got more kind of great action set pieces in this, like Incredibles 2 is just a great action adventure film but it just turns out to be a pixar animated film i think the villain's great although i did see it coming so it's not the best twist you know and i just think i think the score is really good as well and like the animation's kind of in that 60s like if i said to you what error is the incredible set you wouldn't know would you
0: that is would
1: true you? um yeah i kind of i get what you mean yeah because it's six certain aspects but they've got
3: flat screen tellies and they've got internet and you're just like well hang on what (laughs) um just yeah they can do what they want can't they (laughs) Uh, well within reason like you know you i wouldn't uh expect my granddad to tie up a load of balloons to his house (laughs) (laughs) and and it to fly i mean go on granddad you can do whatever you want your house but it won't fly mate um yeah, I just found this film just so fun. And it come out in the summer and it was just like a perfect summer blockbuster. It came out, um, I think, the same year as Avengers Infinity War. And for me, Incredibles 2 was slightly just a bit above. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know why. I just, I just found the film fun, funny. You know, it's comical. It's got heart but it doesn't go overboard with the heart. It's just, just, right. Well, it's just kind of like the modern Bugs Life. It doesn't get the love of a typical Pixar film. You know, if I said to you, what's your favourite Pixar film, you you wouldn't say Bugs Life and you wouldn't say Incredibles 2 or Incredibles 1 even. Um. So, yeah, and I, I like that kind of element of Pixar just kind of embracing the looniness of it, and just having a ball. And it's directed by Brad Bird again, who, you know, directed the first one, and the Iron Giant.
1: I know we've mentioned Iron Giant in the past, but great film. Extremely Uh, good. You know what?
3: I haven't actually seen Iron Giant, so...
0: Fuck it, mate.
3: Get on it. I know. It's just never appealed to me.
0: But I will. I will.
3: Is it on Disney Plus? No, it's Warner Brothers, isn't it? Bollocks. Anyway. Yeah, no, I think... I think I think the Incredibles Two just great. I think if you take Incredibles one and two, just fucking amazing double you know, feature length films. Um who wants to sharpen? I'm hoping you both seen it. I'm hoping you both love it.
1: Um, will okay. Um yeah. I I really like Incredibles two. Good. Um that year I think it was probably it was definitely in my top ten, if not one of my favourite films of that year. I thought it was pretty yeah. decent yeah. probably slightly underrated I'd yeah
3: say. yeah that's
1: probably a better choice of words than what
3: yeah
1: fueled i think <laughs> um because they'd been talking about a sequel for years and then it came out i think you look looking at about 14 years later i think something like that so it's yeah. quite a long time really waiting for it so i don't know if some people just kind of lost interest by the time it came around oh, i it didn't did. i'm
3: trying to see if it made a billion
1: I was looking forward to it um coming out and I wasn't disappointed. Um loved the characters. And um obviously it took place pretty much straight after the first one, didn't it? Yeah. Um but for me, the first one's always gonna be um there at the moment. I mean I think that's because I've seen it so many times and it is a classic. Mm. Um I have seen Incredibles too i reckon i've seen them about three times so yeah definitely like worth the rewatch. um because you said you've only seen it once didn't you luke
0: yeah yeah. um
1: but incredible is one it's just i'm sorry i'm gonna have to go on to that because that's just like i think that's great i mean it's just you're right it's they've got the comedy you know there's the serious action set pieces in it also um I loved the bit at the start where, like, Mr. Incredible saves that guy and then he sues him for saving him because he tried to kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, um, you know, he has the horrible boss who he ends up punching through about 10 walls. Like, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, You've got Frozone, obviously, voiced by Samuel L. Jackson. He's a great side character. He probably isn't in it enough, really.
3: I think in the second one he's in it a lot.
1: Yeah, he's got a bit more air time in that, hasn't he? Yeah. But I just love it when he's, like, in the first one, they've got to save the world or whatever, and he's like, honey, where's my super suit? God, and, uh, I need to know. Yeah. I need it. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, You ain't broken up. <laughs> uh, and, like, I love the story of, like, like you said, they're these superheroes who are laying low a little bit because they've kind of been rejected by society, haven't they? Um. But yeah incredibles 2 is a great sequel and uh again the colors pixar they just their colors are just so you know it's a real feast to the eyes, isn't it? especially in cinema one
3: you know. this on 4k do you know what i mean rather than yeah it.
1: it's definitely one like to watch at yeah. the, you know the like the optimum um i've got it but yeah first one for me would definitely always be preferred i think i love the sort of there's like the spy element to it with the music as well i like that
3: yeah i've um, actually got the um soundtrack and i used to listen to it when i was um because i've got like a soundtrack playlist just for when i'm oh, going. nice and um i can the soundtrack's so perfect that you can i was um able to listen to it and just picture the scenes they're just nice each, each kind of track stands out if that makes sense
1: yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I think the villain's interesting as well in the first one because you've got, like, you know, he he's an incredible, he's a fan of Mr. Incredible, and then he sort of turns because he's rejected by him a little bit, isn't he? So I thought that was a great touch. Um, yeah, Luke, what you, what's your thought on The Incredibles 2 mainly? But I've talked about Incredibles because I love it. Yeah, they they work
3: so well. Like you say, there's only, like, two minutes between each film. Yeah. mm <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I really like them. I really like them both. Like I said, I've only seen the the uh, the sequel once, but I saw it at the cinema, and yeah, it was great fun. Um, I think, like you were saying a earlier, you know, is it a necessary sequel? Is it a bit of a money grab? Yeah, it's more the latter, isn't it? Oh, it made a billion, so it's definitely a money grab. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't really need it. You know, Incredible, the first Incredible's film stands stands alone, but. It is now a very successful franchise. I think I agree with Rich. I prefer the first one. But I I think if you look at the kind of surroundings of each film, so the first one's 2004, and it's at that point that Marvel superhero films are beginning to come to the fore.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty obviously, sure of kind of, of like bad
0: twentieth-century Fox Marvel films. Yeah, I mean, some bad, some some not. You've got you obviously you've got X Men, which is two thousand X Men two, which is a couple of years after that. I think it's before X Men three, which is not ideal it's just after the first spider-man as well i yeah. think the same year as the second spider-man oh it yeah. is yeah no, you're so right, because
3: i remember going on those cinema you know school trips end of year school trips, yeah yeah. and the choice was was spider-man 2 and shrek 2 and the incredibles i'm sure it was
0: yeah so Luckily, you know Spider-Man it's is against that backdrop where superhero films are becoming pretty, pretty popular. And it does a really nice job of um, both parodying them and doing something that is more accessible to a wider audience that aren't massively into comic books and the lore that's, that exists within them. Yeah. So, and like you say, bringing in that, that kind of spy aspect as well is great fun because that appeals to you know all you know you've got kind of james bond the mission impossible type um scenarios and technologies in there as well which are always good fun but doing it in an animated kind of format just makes it more family friendly and then if you look at incredibles too, like i said lewis 2018 if the first one came out at a time where all those superhero films were just starting to come in, come to the fore. You know, the second one comes out at a time where there is definitely some fatigue from them yeah. because the MCU has just been absolutely churning for the last, like, ten years at that point. And, you know, Incredibles 2 is a, is a, a really nice change of pace from that. And I think it probably takes the parody of some of those themes to the next level a bit.
2: Yeah. But
0: again, it stays true, it stays true to itself. I think as well, in terms of being family friendly and yeah, yeah they're, 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 they're
3: watching Avengers film.
0: No, not without spending, you know, 30 plus hours of yeah. your life, Can't brush it, brushing up on, on the rest of it. Um, was incredibles one and two they work they both work well a standalone as standalone films you can jump in whenever and you know in terms of what the average moviegoer wants they tick all the boxes i think in terms of what you'd expect and what you'd want from a from a superhero slash spy film um yeah. even though it's goofy in places but it's designed to be that way It doesn't take itself too seriously. I think that's what I always enjoy about. I think especially the earlier Pixar films, you know, they don't take themselves too seriously for the most part. A bit later on, they do get a bit more serious, I think. But I think Incredibles 1 and 2, they they are what they are, and there's definitely a place for that in the kind of Pixar canon.
1: For sure. No, I think that you made some great points there, mate. And like I said, they're both they're both great films. Um, so finally, for our Pixar episode, should we move on to my final choice?
0: Yeah, and mate. and that Let's is.
1: Um, I won't say finally again. Sorry, I as I just said it about two or three times. Um, <laughs> and that is it's one of my favourite films, and that's Monsters Inc.
3: I'm not even breaking a sweat. Not you. Look, the new commercial's on. Ah. The future is bright at Monsters Incorporated. I'm in this one. I'm in this one.
0: Okay, here I come. We're working for a better tomorrow. Today. We're Monsters Incorporated. Where am I?
1: Monsters Incorporated. We scare because we care. I can't believe it. Oh my! I was on TV. You were just saying about how like the earlier ones probably didn't take this out too seriously. I think you could like put this one under that. Um, great concept. I mean, again, whoever thought it uh, Genius. I think you know monsters going to work, making their money by scaring kids going through a door, which sounds pretty messed up when you say it like that. <laughs> But um, I saw this at cinema, and I was just absolutely, like, I was just gobsmacked how good it is. Like, it's perfect, in my opinion. Um, the characters of Sully and Mike are brilliant, voiced by Billy Crystal and John Goodman. And, I mean, who doesn't love John Goodman's voice, right? Oh, absolutely. And um, it's just, it's quite funny from the off, like, uh you know, they're two flatmates or whatever, aren't they? And I love that beer at the start when they like see the advert for Monsters Incorporated and he gets covered up by the logo on the advert so you don't actually see him. <laughs> and he's like, I was on TV. <laughs> and um,
3: have you starting... noticed that they do that like they still do that to this day? Have you noticed that? Like they still cover up Mike's face. Do they? So if you yeah, if you go on to Disney Plus. Right. Um the background image is Sully yeah. and Mike, but no Mike's way. face is covered up by the little small.
1: Hey, oh nice! Yeah, that's a, that's, that's I a think. good um, touch. Hang on, I'm look. <laughs> but no worries. <laughs> but um, yeah, I love um, you know, I just the whole world of it is great. Um, you know, and they get to the they go to like the factory and whatever, and the fact that these kids are like kind of like treated as like they're like going to be contaminating them if they get anywhere near them so they got to be careful sort of thing bit like covid times really um especially when you get the 2319 when uh george has got the socks stuck on him yeah. and um I i'm surprised i didn't see more memes of that like when the pandemic started to be honest with the whole like 2319 thing that is but, true um yeah it's one I, I maybe i should have made it um the characters are just great, like all these different monsters and none of them look the same, you know. They're all different types and shapes and sizes. And then you've got Randall voiced by Steve Buscemi, who's a bit of a villain in it, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Um great, great villain again. Well. Yeah, great, great pick as well. Apparently John Goodman really pushed to get Steve Buscemi doing the voice of Randall, so I'm glad he did that. Um And then, of course, they befriend one of the kids so he's kind of escaped boo and pretend that she's a monster and it's just kind of all how breaks loose doesn't it and there's like a big sort of manhunt for this little kid in the in Monstropolis um it is called Monstropolis isn't it I think something like that I think so, yeah. um and I just love it when they're filming like all of the different monsters who have said that they've seen the kid and I, I absolutely wet myself when I was a kid at the bit when there's that one that goes Yeah, pipped me up with his man powers and shook me like a dog. (laughs) (laughs) And again, it's just one of those little tiny bits that really tickled me at the time. And like still even now I laugh at it. But the way they've sort of like massively, you know, blown this thing out of proportion over this little kid because that's what they've been told. I guess it's that thing again where people are brainwashed into thinking something. They'll just go along with it. Um, which does actually happen in real life, not just in Monstropolis. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, and it's just a great little adventure movie again and the climax of when they're going through like all the different doors trying to find her, uh, aren't they? Um Randall's just like he is quite a nasty villain, isn't he? Really in it. Um, and he eventually gets his uh what he's uh, deserved. But great concept, like And there's that factory just of all the different doors. It's like that scene is just crazy. I remember seeing it when I was a kid, just being like, wow, like imagine if you were actually doing that, like that'd be insane. So it really is like a good bit of escapism, this one, I think. More so than Toy Story, because obviously you've actually got sort of people in it.
0: Mm.
1: There's not really, you only really see like Boo, and that's about it, I think, isn't it, in this one? Mm, It is where you see like bits and bobs of other people that sounds wrong as well (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah it's a classic and I think Monsters University I like that as well um but it's nowhere near like the caliber of Monsters Inc I think it's a good film and it was like a nice sort of prequel to see how they got to know each other and stuff and how they didn't actually get on um but yeah nowhere near as good as Monsters Inc because it's just perfect what do you guys think of Monsters Inc Luke
0: yeah it's I love it. I didn't, I didn't get massively into it when I was, when I first watched it, although I found the end like super sad, obviously, but um, yeah, it wasn't till probably a few years after I first watched it that I came back to it and it was, it was great. I actually think out of all of those, out of all of those um, sequels or prequels to this kind of, era of Pixar films. I think Monsters University for me is probably the best one. Um but yeah, yeah
3: that, interesting.
0: Yeah, um I don't know I don't know what it is. I think I think maybe generally I prefer an origin story to a sequel. Oh, right? right. Yeah. which no, probably
1: I- I don't know. I can, I can get on board with that because I think when they said they were doing it I'd still like to see a sequel to Monster think maybe one day but yeah, I did I quite liked seeing the background to it
0: all. Yeah.
1: Well, there there's spin-off, at, isn't there, from
0: it. At the same time I think a sequel would have not ruined the first one but it would have lessened the impact of the way that film ends. Yeah.
1: yeah. Fair oh,
0: enough. I think that's a fair point too to be honest. And it's something that pixar did with toy story 3 making the sequel to that which Mm. just felt unnecessary and just dampened dampened the ending of that film
3: toy story 3 or 4
0: well the end of toy story 3 perfectly wraps it up doesn't it and then they made they made a fourth which yeah the fourth one has no there's you know they they try something similar again at the end of toy story 4 but you kind of see it coming a mile off and it, yeah. it doesn't doesn't quite work. There's so I think
3: five coming out?
0: Probably. You know, I don't I don't at this point will they ever stop if they've if they've gone as far as this? I don't know if there are any firm plans. But I think, you know, making the prequel to Monsters Inc. is a better decision. And probably something that Pixar has realized by uh now putting Lightyear on the slate for a couple of years' time.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I forgot
0: about that. Yeah, yeah, but, um, no, yeah. That's a good point. I do. I really enjoy both of them, and like you said, the concept is so it's so creative and so original for the first for the first one, you know. And to some extent, is something you don't see as much from Pixar anymore. I guess you do. I guess Inside Out is a good example of it, to be fair. In the way you kind of look, treat something like, treat an emotion as some kind of industrial like, resource. You've got laughter as energy Inside Out, you've got emotions, you know, con- controlled by a literal, like, control center. And it's a kind of overarching theme for some of Pixar's films but yeah. something they don't do something they don't do as much anymore and I think it feels like some of their films have lost a little bit of their imagination over time as a result but Monsters Inc.'s a perfect example of how they do it at their best.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um Lewis, what about you mate?
3: Yeah, I I agree completely with what's been said. It's just <laughs> it's just such a good little Yeah, it's just just a good good little film that is kind of not overhyped like Toy Story, in my opinion. So I'm gonna add that in because Toy Story is rightfully so overhyped if you know what I mean. Um, but it's also not underhyped like like cars. Do you know what I mean? You don't go to cars. When you think of Pixar films. I think Monsters Inc. is just perfectly balanced. That you just suddenly. When someone starts speaking about it. You're kind of like. I want to watch Monsters Inc. Yeah, I think the story. Is. Well I think it's when Pixar started. Kind of. Thinking outside the box with stories. Because who. Who would have thought. About a monster business. That takes people's. Kids screams. Has power. That, where does that come from? That's like a you know fever dream. <laughs> and I think the ending is brilliant, you know. I think it's so uplifting because it's like, oh yeah, it screams now nah, let's make them laugh. And it kind of, you know, it it's kind of Pixar's way into saying to kids like, Yeah, don't be scared of the monsters in your bedroom. Um Yeah. And I think it's the first time that Pixar kind of, you know, designed these different characters, yeah, they're all monsters, but I remember seeing the Medusa. Is there a Medusa or like a woman with snake? Snake's hair. Um and I think getting Billy Crystal as well to voice Mike is just spot on casting. Yeah, it's
1: classic. Honestly, like, yeah. I love, I love it really the...
3: is. Like I'm I think I'm gonna have to rewatch it again. So that's a Bud's life and in Monsters Inc. Because I think this was during the like period of my life where I'm, you know, I didn't really watch a lot of films. I was more just picking up a stick and throwing it.
1: Um, Doesn't surprise me in the slightest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I still
3: do it to this day. Um, <laughs> but I do need to rewatch it. I think cause I can yeah. I recall Monsters University a little bit more because it's more recent. Um, Fair enough. But I was just looking at like. Some little info about Monsters University, and I was looking at all like the pictures that were on the websites, and I was like, "Oh God, this is another film where I need to kind of sit down and watch." Because Monsters University, again, I didn't watch at the cinema, and I didn't, I don't own it, so I must have just seen it like when it was just on telly at some point.
2: Mm.
3: And it has made me kind of go like, "I need to go back and rewatch it," because I remember it's like a buddy comedy, and then the prequel is like a buddy comedy but also set around um like a high school comedy as well isn't it
1: yeah and like i said they're not really that friendly at the start i mean randall and is it randall and mike are sort of friendly at the start and yeah which is kind of sad really because you feel a bit sorry for randall in this one because he's a bit of a nerd isn't he and then yeah him as a
3: villain though steve buscemi can do no wrong so oh
1: yeah definitely but um, mm. yeah, I, th- I don't get me wrong. I love Monsters University as well, but I just love Monsters Inc. a hell of a lot more. You know, mm. they're both quality films. Um, yeah, so I think that's pretty much it for our Pixar episodes or episodes. Um, but yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you guys about it and a massive nostalgia trip. And it has
3: been a massive nostalgia trip. Uh, right? yeah, man. I spent the week yeah. watching
1: Pixar. Um, I want to. Yeah, I definitely want to rewatch a few of those that we've mentioned. Yeah, no. Thanks for joining me, guys. Yeah, well, thanks a lot. And thanks for listening. Anyone who's uh, anyone who's put themselves through it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take care. Okay. take it easy. Sorry, you're
0: not supposed to name it.
3: Once you name it, you start getting attached to it. Now put that thing back where it came from, or so help me. Oh, hey. We're rehearsing uh, a scene for the upcoming company play called uh, Put That Thing Back Where It Came From, Or So Help Me.
2: (laughs) It's a musical. (laughs) Yeah, Put That Thing Back Where It Came From, Or So Help Me. So help me. So help me. me. And cut.